Friends of the Esoteric, and welcome to the second Christmas special of Magenta Helps Her Tragic Fans. Hit it, Bernard! Hit what? The bells. Oh, oh, right. The uh, Christmas bells. All right. Do it softly while I do the introduction, all right? This week, we incorporate Christmas crackers into the readings. All of Bernard's impressions will be done in the style of Christmas hits. And we upset a certain type of proud British person who pretends to be Christian by talking about the real origins of Christmas and how almost all our traditions are foreign. I call this section Upsetting People with Facts. Christmas style. It's how we whittle our audience down. You can stop it now, Bernard. All right. We're trying to whittle our audience down to the sort of people that we wouldn't mind being stuck on a cruise liner with. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes, because there's nothing more intense than, well, Lord of the Flies kind of situations, maybe. Yes, a pressure cooker, isn't it? Absolutely. I can't believe people are so keen to get back to them. I know, unbelievable. Just very strange. Anyway, so let's start with the first Christmas fact. Saturnalia, a Roman festivity. And what did the Roman festivals all look like, Bernard? Well, uh, drunken orgies? Yes, correct. And that's the sort of thing they did. So the 25th is the date of the festival of Dies Natales, Sol is Invictae to you, which is the birthday of the inconquerable sun. Not sun, S-O-N, but sun, S-U-N. So basically it involved sunbathing, drinking too much, and sexual activity with strangers, the true meaning of Christmas, eroded by cultural imperialists. Imagine what the Romans were like when the Christians ruined Christmas. Oh, thanks very much. Yes, I mean, that sounds a lot better, doesn't it, really? Well, it's... it's uh, you know, you always get those ridiculous letters to the paper about how uh, they're banning nativities or whatever in Oh, school. yes, it's eroding our culture. And it's always it? nonsense. It's always based on literally nothing. Yes. So imagine... But imagine this. Imagine you, you've been enjoying every year, you look forward to it, your sun festival where you drink too much... Oh, and there were gifts involved as well. Right. So at least they kept that. Well, they kept some of the good bits. Yes. All right, anyway, let's get on with the first letters. So who are you going to do it in the style of, Bernard? Um, uh, what's, a, what's a good uh, uh, sort of crooner classic Christmas song? White Christmas? Uh, that's way all right. Well, why don't I do a Bing Crosby then in that case? Because right. that's that's the classic okay, White Christmas so, performance. So do it at sort of triple speed, though, because we haven't got all day. All right. Good tidings of the season to you, Madame Magenta. Is that all right? Yes, that'll do. All right. A very Christmas issue I have found myself in. Be quicker. There are three ghosts that have been knocking at my door, all wanting to take me to Christmas past, presents, and yet to be. But due to tier three lockdown our area is in, does the time travel go against lockdown rules? Please help, as they have been standing on my porch for three days now. A Merry Christmas to yourself and Bernard from Jake. Yes, that's, that's upsetting that I didn't get to do the final cadence. But, but well, go on, go. make something up. Do a P.S. P.S. I love your podcast and my name is Jake. There ooh, you go. Ooh. And uh, uh, advertise the Thursday podcast as well. And tune in on Thursday for Madame Magenta and the Arcati Killer. Good. Excellent. So, well, that's a very suspiciously festive letter, isn't it, from Jake? I'm, I, I mean, do you, do, you think he's, do you think he's being serious here? I think we take him at face value. I think it would be irresponsible as sort of purveyors of the psychic and, and, and investigators. What, go, we don't believe we you. We don't believe him. 
Oh, there's no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> we yes. would be belittling, potentially, and, and genuine haunting, That's even if it true. does sound rather similar to I a mean, Christmas it, carol. I mean, it suggests knowing that they want to take him to Christmas past, present and yet to be, he's obviously had a conversation with them. Or oh, that's he's true. projecting a stereotype onto them. Oh, could be. Maybe that's terribly offensive to ghosts. Oh, goodness, yeah. They're probably like, excuse me. Do you We're know, not here for that. It no. must be difficult to be a ghost at Christmas because it does come with a lot of baggage, doesn't it? A lot. That's true. It's probably a very difficult time for them. I mean, you've just enjoyed Halloween, which yes. is its own problems, probably. Well, no probably. I mean, who are we to say? Yes. What, anyway, the, ghost so, ex- the lived so ghost experience. Really, this is answering the problem of not just Jake but the ghosts themselves who are dealing with a lot of prejudice. So it's a quadruple whammy. Yes. So how shall we... Oh, right, we've got some crackers. So we're going to pull a cracker, and whatever the the uh, writing is in it... Oh, do, do Americans have crackers? I don't think they do, do they? I Christmas don't crackers. No, that's a very You know, I assumed it was universal, but I'm actually not sure it is. Well, I suppose then we should explain crackers. Go on. Well, it's, it's, a, it's an explosive device... <laughs> Uh, that uh, someone has wrapped festive cardboard round. Yes. And you uh, let off the explosive device, and inside is a Christmas is a, a, a paper hat. A paper hat and a terrible mass-produced plastic toy. Yes. And normally a joke yes. or a sort of proverb or something. Yes, or sometimes a puzzle. Yes, that's right. And they're always a terrible letdown. Yes, and the explosive device uh, doesn't go off and doesn't go off, and then it eventually does go off and it scares the dog. Yes. Merry Christmas! Right, so we're going to we're going to have this one. This says something on the outside. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. It's all interesting right. that of all of the many beautiful Christmas songs, they decided not to use a Christmas song on the outside of that. Oh yes, crack. yes it's <laughs> twinkle, true. twinkle, little star. Sort of a generic nursery rhyme, really. So, so how you pull a cracker is you grab uh, each end. Uh, you grab each end of the mi- miniature cardboard explosive device. Yes, and uh, whoever gets the large part of the explosive device um, uh, gets to ha- keep the hat. And yes, they're crowned the winner, aren't right. they? Right. Okay. So here we go. It... We're, we're pulling the device. And this one's quite tough, so it's... Oh, there we go. Oh, oh Bernard got it. Bernard wins. All right. All go right. on, read it out. Okay. Well, let's have a look and see what it's about. I'm opening up the inside of the explosive. You can croon while you're opening it. I'm opening up the explosive device. Oh, it comes with a little noisemaker. Go on, give it, it a blow. It, this came with. This sort of... It's the noise of of, uh, air passing through A a small, (laughs) mass-produced plastic object. I think it's meant to be a whistle. Oh, that's pathetic. That's spectacularly unimpressive. How did you get a whistle wrong? I know. Well, this is the the tradition of Christmas crackers. The The the, terrible disappointment. The gifts are absolutely awful. You know, well, you can get the fancy ones, can't you? You can pay literally like fifty quid. Yes, that's right. For some fancy ones, yes. but they're the things you get in that. It's like toenail clippers, but oh, they're not made of plastic, so you're supposed to be pleased. Yes, I, I think people like the the rubbishness of crackers, don't they? It's part of the tradition. Well, uh, what's best is when the jokes make literally no sense at all. So, well, what 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 have we got? Well, I will read you the joke here. The joke. It does make sense. All right, don't uh, just do the first bit. I'll try and guess the. Uh, all right. Why does Santa have three gardens? Why does does he traditionally have three gardens? I've never heard that before. No, I think this is. I mean, a... he lives in the North Pole. No, so I mean, does covered he really in have snow. Any gardens at all? But this is apparently is a, a tradition that they have made up for the purposes Why of this very week. Have... Okay, let me think. Gardens, horticulture, flowers, N- trees. No, you're, you're thinking far too literally. 
it's un- who's ho ho ho. There you go. So ah, the so, knows. so he can ho 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 is right. the answer. You to know the what question. the original iteration of that question was? <laughs> I'm sure it was a more type of explicit than yeah. the one that they eventually right, went so for. Three gar- well, three gardens like three ghosts. Oh my god! Ah, oh. The rule of three. And uh, so uh, it's either connected to gardening or to who's of a different type. <laughs> Ooh, sexy ghosts. Succubi. 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 So succubi are a sort of, well, they're more like a, a sort of demony, spirity thing. Yes. And they, uh, they sex you up in the night. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair approximation, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So there we go. So actually, Jake, they're succubi. They're not there to take, you know, to show you the error of your ways. So, so Jake is actually being. Oh, we're going on. back to the Saturnalia orgy thing, aren't oh, we? Oh, there we go. How neat. Especially succubi. Is that Roman? Succubus. Sounds like a Latinate word, doesn't <gasps> there it? There we go. Yeah, I'm sure it is a Latinate. Oh, enjoy word. yourself, Jake. Oh, good. So they're not trying to teach you some sort of lesson about Christmas. They're actually just trying to get you Give off. Give you a good time. Well, Merry Christmas. I think you should let them in. And it's not cheating. No, no. No, because they're officially deceased. Well, no, they're not. I don't even think they're deceased. I no, think well, they that's, were, that's true. They yeah. were never, you know. They're just, they're formed of pure sexual energy. Although yes. I think they can get pregnant and, and give birth to demons. Anyway, so here's another Yuletide fact. Fruitcake is from ancient Egypt. Yes. Oh, and here's another one. Saint Nick, a.k.a. Santa Claus. I don't know why I said it like that. Santa Claus. <laughs> He's Turkish. Is he really? Although, he, yes, yes, he is. He was a, a Turkish um, pastor, I believe. Anyway, mm. but uh, S- uh, Santa Claus could also owe something to Odin. Oh, yes. In fact, this is, there's a lot of proof for this. It's really interesting. So Yule is, is a Nordic winter solstice thing. And Odin is the uh, a beardy father figure. Yes, yes. Gambling around in the snow. Absolutely. And he flew through the air. He did, yes. On an eight-legged horse, admittedly. How many reindeer does Santa Claus have? Uh, a dasher, dancer, prancer, vixer, comet, cupid. Yes, eight, eight. indeed, yes. Eight, yes. although, I mean, Odin was hunting the ice giants and the forces of darkness, this is true. Well, but you know... A lot. But, you know what? Guess what children would leave the, for the eight-legged horse? What, 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 what would they leave? Well, what do you think? Give it a guess. What, for, for a horse? Well, they're not going to leave him three pairs of trousers, are they? Sort Four of. pairs. <laughs> uh, well, of. no, maybe the front two are his arms. Front two... So yeah, three pairs point. of trousers and, and well, a pair is, of This is sort of getting into that question of like, if you put trousers on a horse, does he wear it over his bum? Or... That's not a question. No, it's not, isn't it? All right, so what would you leave an eight-legged horse? Well, sort of a large stash of carrots and straw. Yes, that's exactly what they did. And they left them in their boots. And guess what uh, would happen the next day when they checked their boots? What would happen? Well, the straw and the carrots were gone and instead there were gifts. Goodness me, this in is very boots. close. Yes. Also... Odin had dwarves and elves who made gifts. Well, I mean, this is open and shut, isn't it? I mean, it was magical weapons, mostly. Things like sort of impenetrable armour and, and right. the hammer he gave to... To, to Thor. Thor. Thor, yes. yes. So he's more like... He's like a metal Father Christmas. Yes, yes. Good Scandinavian Viking metal Father yes. Christmas. Yes, oh, wouldn't that be better, though, you know? Father Christmas accompanied by two ravens. Yes. Yes. With a big, big sort of eye patch. Yes, oh. And who, who rain, rains thunder yes. down upon you and instead of snow. And he's all seeing, isn't he? So he can see if you're being yes. good and if you're being bad. Oh. And if, if you're being good, he'll bring you some sort of ancient weapon of war. Yes. And if you're being bad, he'll sort of strike He'll you, use it against you. Strike you down with thunder. Yes. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to mess with Odin. There should be more ravens in Christmas decorations. Yes, I like that'd be that. very good. 
You know, I did think, well, it would make sense to now use the runes for the next question. It would, yes. But I don't know where my runes are. Oh, no. So we're not going to. We can use another Christmas cracker. Well, it's almost a rune, isn't it, the so Christmas cracker? The next one is from a friend of the show, indeed. Newton. Hello again, Newton. Ah, Newton Green. Yes, they've written in a lot. We do love Newton. So what, what uh, crooner are you going to use this time? Uh, no. Doesn't have to be a crooner. Could be Slade. Uh, yes, that's a good point. Although right. that's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of shouting. Um, you don't want to have to scream this entire thing. Uh, You're not a Shiba Inu. Who else does sort of uh, iconic pop c- Christmas? Uh, George song? Michael. George Michael, yes. Yes, good old George. So I could sing, Lovely George. I, I could Whamageddon everybody with this reading. Oh, yes, I? good idea. Shall off I you go. That? Oh, no, but they might turn off. Oh no! All right. Well, I won't. I won't Whamageddon. It's then. too late. They've done it now. They've turned off. All right. Well, uh, so you might as well in go for on. a penny. So, dear Madam Magenta, hello and thank you again for your advice on my last two questions. I'm coming to you once again for some advice. I am in charge of family game night over Zoom for Christmas. Christmas. This, that's very good. This very is cool. my first time running a Zoom meeting with my extended family. How can I make it a good and festive time with my family? Hope you do have a lovely holiday season from New Town Green. You that was lovely. That was rather good, wasn't it? That yes. actually fit quite nicely. All right. So, uh, wait. Well, should we do a Christmas cracker again? I think so. All right. That's a good question. How do you make family games over oh, Zoom how entertaining? Do you family over Christmas is basically impossible. I mean, it's hard it? enough as it is before you introduce Zoom. All right. All right. So, so we're pulling one, another what's cracker. This got on the outside. What does it Jingle say? bells. Jingle well, bells. J- Jingle Bells is a legit Christmas song. Jingle so all the way. That's better than uh, that's better than Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. All right. All right here we go. I better win this one. All right. Oh, bloody oh, hell, Bernard. Bernard wins again. Well, do you want it? Do no, you, do no, you... you read it. All right, I'll read it. So, so. Yeah, we go. Sing while you're doing it. Uh, I'm opening the minor explosive device. Oh, it's another rubbish whistle. Oh, goodness. What's all this? Why are they Does all... Does this one work? Oh, That's barely. Sli- slightly better. Oh, God. That is at least a tone. But this is very bad. Are they all whistles in these rubbish crackers? Maybe they're all different tones and together they play something. Well, they, they play different shades of air moving through a small piece of plastic. I've got two hats now. Shall I put both hats on? Yes. All right. So here is the uh, Pearl of Wisdom from Bernard inside two this. Two hats. <laughs> two That's hats. That's what they call them. Uh, all right. Would you like to know what this uh, so-called joke is? Go on. Why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? All right, let me think. Why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? Um, pine needles. Yes, needles. you're very warm. Um, what so do they... they keep dropping their needles. There you go, perfect. There Did you I are. Get it? Yes, they always drop their needles. These aren't remotely funny. They're just word association. They are really yes. But then... people who like puns—that's what it is, isn't it? Do you know there's an interesting little fact that I, a genuine fact that I have about Christmas cracker jokes? Oh, I thought it was going to be about puns because I've got a fact about puns. All right. Well, should we should we do one and then the other? All right. My one's a bit uh, uh, medical trauma uh, trigger warning. <laughs> All right. Well, they, if they if if they haven't turned off. Before being Whamageddon, then they might turn off for the medical warning. So if you find that you're coming up with a lot more puns than normal, you might have a brain tumour. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a thing, That's apparently. I, I don't understand it. I don't purport to be a medical professional. But there's a specific brain condition. This makes you pun. Compulsively pun. God, what a way to go, punning uh, the whole way. I think everyone's dad's seem to get inflicted with it's a minor version of the... It's the slow descent of, ma- of yes, men, isn't it? Yes, As they near, you know, popping off their mortal coil. A bad case of pun brain. Who is not necessarily a, a 
you know, a, a brain tumour that'll see you off there, I think. No, 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 no. and it, it may be that you just love puns. It's... God, imagine having a benign brain tumour that just sits there and makes you tell a lot well, of puns. The only symptom is being obsessed with puns. You know, it's probably an excuse they've it come up with. It probably is. I don't think that's true. I think that might be invented by dads. Yes. Yes. Well, anyway, so Christmas cracker jokes are deliberately bad. Do you know why? Oh, so you tell them to other people so you can all feel superior. Exactly right. Yes. So the only kind of humour that is known to bring the entire family together and have every generation appreciated equally is very, very bad jokes. Yes, there's nothing more Christmassy than collectively sneering at someone. So, so everyone from, from little kids all the way to great granny and granddad can go, oh God, that's yes. awful. Yes. And so that's, they've been sort of scientifically engineered to be as terrible as possible. So there you go. Mm. So yes, yeah, so That's so probably or, another excuse, isn't it? It probably is, isn't mm. it? Yeah. So anyway, yes. Why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? They always drop their needles. This is the pearl of right, wisdom. Right, yes, and of course this is supposed to in some this way answer Newton's thing, isn't, isn't it? it? Yes, yeah. Right. Okay. So needles sewing. Yes. Sewing brings fabric together. That's true. Yes. Is is the family the, the the fabric of society or something, or yes. the fabric of your life? Apparently, I mean that's what a lot of people seem to think, isn't it? Yes, it's the fundamental unit of society is the family. Yes, people put so, a lot of stock in it, don't they? Whether or not. So that's... you are the needle, Newton, <laughs> bringing them together. And what does a needle do? It both brings together, but also pricks. Pricks little <laughs> holes into. Yes, I don't. I mean, it, yes. So it also can hurt. It can if, hurt, but bind. Yes, but only I suppose if you're using it wrong, because you're not supposed to bleed all over the fabric, are you? No. So uh, Newton, be careful. You're in a position of great power where you could, where you could prick the feelings of your family. Yes. I mean, Christmas. Everyone's so bloody sensitive, aren't they? Yes, it's a very, very absolute minefield. So, Christmas, isn't it? So what we're saying is you're in, <laughs> you're in a difficult position. So basically, what we've said Don't is. Screw it up. You're right to worry, but we haven't actually offered any advice. No, we haven't, have we? So maybe we should turn to the biblios. Well, well all right. Well, what, 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 what biblios have we got? We've Let's got... go for Father Christmas. We've talked about him quite a lot. Right, so, so Santa is coming to Redbridge. <laughs> uh, my favourite. An absolute classic absolute of everyone's classic. holiday season. Santa is coming to Redbridge. So, so give us a number. A very unremarkable part of northeast London. Give us a number. Uh, it's a very short book, isn't it? Ten. Magenta. No, oh, you didn't without me asking. Oh, it's right. remember this book doesn't have any bloody numbers and on it. Can you can you just choose something pages. up to four? Yeah, all right, three then. One, two, three. There we go. Oh, it's got some proper text. Yes, well. it's got some proper text and some lots of images, lots of illustration in this. Of book. elves. We just mentioned elves, ah. otherwise known as Odin's men, that will make magical weaponry. For you to defend yourself against your family. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Give me a number. <laughs> uh, this, this is a line number, isn't it? Yes. There are very few lines on this page. Let's have one. Even though the sack of presents was... There we go. Sack of presents. Should we sack them off. That's what it means. <laughs> sack them off. off. Forget the whole thing. Forget the whole thing. I mean, if, if you get to it and you're like, I can't take this kind of responsibility. I am the needle holding the fabric of society together. Just sack them off. Sack it all off. Say you've... Say you, 
say you've got the shits or something. So actually just... And you can't leave the toilet. And no one wants to zoom from the toilet, do they? No, and no one will ask any questions either. No, that's the great thing about that. Because if you, if you say, oh, oh, I'm not feeling very well, I have a bit of a headache, or, you know, people start to ask questions. But if you say, I, 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 to be honest, I just have the shits. Yes. Then that's the end of the conversation. There's no arguing with it. Especially if you look a bit keen to share more information. Yes, they can't. They, they, they won't. They'll get the hell out of there. So there you go, Newton. They won't get off Zoom quick it's enough. It's a big responsibility, but there's always a way out of responsibility. That's what I say. And that, it really, I mean, that could be a, that could be a, the, the sort of ongoing theme of this entire podcast, couldn't it? Newton has actually asked, how can I make it a good and festive time? Right, right. Okay. All right, we're struggling a bit, so let's go to Oliver. All right. By so, Lionel Bart. So this is not this is not Oliver Twist the the book. This is actually the musical score. So page three. Uh, what was the line number again? One. One. Uh, nothing to stop us from getting a thrill when we all close our eyes and imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll do uh, some guided meditation with them. Oh yes. Get them all to close their eyes and imagine they're doing something more fun. That that is from um, Food Glorious Food, isn't it? Yes, that's right. So, well, in the absence of being able to break bread together, you're just going to have to imagine that that's what you're doing. Also, maybe uh, insist everyone gets something to munch on while you're doing it. Once you give someone some food, you know, they calm down considerably, I find. It's, it's true. It is a great placator, isn't it? It is, yes. And then so that when they're in a nice food coma, then we can all have a nice sort of joint, a group meditation, and then everyone will, will they might even reach some sort of spiritual nirvana, enlightenment. I'm, and then not, you... I'm not listening, but I have to say I'm sorry about that. Well, well all right. So but... I'm going to ask every single book as a big special present to Newton, who's been such an absolute rock for us. Well, all right. So what book is this? So this is um, uh, Rabbit Back Literature Society by Pazil Mari Yazkalanen. So did we choose this purely because it has snow on the front yes. cover? Yes. And actually, it's, uh, the story starts on page nine, so that's not very helpful. Well, but right. I'll just do, like, the third side. Okay. One, two... Oh, no, there's nothing on the other... No, no, well, maybe, maybe do, do page nine because that's the nearest, the closest But thing. then that's not page three, is it? But maybe page three, uh, 11 is the equivalent. Page. All right, yes, go All with right. 11. So 11... She had never read Dostoevsky's famous work in its entirety. Ah, there we go. Ah, that's what you do. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> war and peace. <laughs> yes, there we go. Oh, maybe that's what you do when they close their eyes. So, the guided meditation is, is that. Just the entirety of war and peace. All right, and now I'm going to go to How to Be a Victorian. They oh, gave us lots of our traditions. They'll know what to do, won't they? All right, so page three. I have chosen to move through the rhythm of the day. The rhythm of the day? So, oh, put some tunes on. Oh, right. So, uh, the rhythm. Uh, we're starting with a good beat. Uh, some Christmas Motown. All right. So, so the, the, Christ- the Zoom is on. The Christmas Motown comes on. Everyone's had a nice uh, meal and a snack. They're all gathered together. You're going to guide them in a guided meditation of the entirety of war. And they will never ask you to do this ever again. And, and then all your problems are solved. Yes, which is a win, isn't it? You're all very right. welcome, Newton. You know what? We're overrunning. All right. We're going to have to shelve the less Christmassy letters. So I will email anyone that I, d- I don't get round to with my answer. You're very welcome. That's my little Christmas present to you. <laughs> and make sure uh, the rest of you keep sending in uh, letters. Yes, we, we always love to hear from you. Yes. We need to do a Stephen update, don't we? Oh, goodness, yes, yes. There is, yes. There is a reasonable amount to update here. Yes, yes. So last time we realised that Stephen, uh, the ghost of my ancestor, had attached to him. The ghost whose uh, portrait is in our house. Yes. So, um... I did some research. Oh, and by the way, the portrait is smirking now. Didn't used to. Used it's, to be very poker-faced. It's very strange. Yeah, she's, she's smirking now. Anyway, I did some research. Turns out the ghost is my ancestor, Marjorie Kemp, 
circa 1373 to 1438. Right. Who was a, she was a Christian mystic and she wrote the first autobiography in English, The Book of Marjorie Kemp. So she's a woman very much after my own... A, a book lover, sense. yes, a mystical book yes, lover. Yes, who, who writes. Uh, and a writer, of course. Yes, yes, of course. And who tries to insert herself in every narrative as well. Absolutely, yes. yes. So in her life and work, Marjorie consistently challenged the patriarchy of the church and was tried a number of times for heresy, but never convicted. Again, a rabble-rouser. Really yes, much it like does myself. sound like you, yes. Yes, yes. So uh, she, uh, her conviction in what she had to say made it impossible for her to keep quiet. Again, very, very similar. And she was either illiterate or poorly educated. Well, that's very different to me. Well, no, that's and dictated her book to reach a wider audience than she could in person. In a way, like podcasting, isn't it? Yes, but she upset people, you see. Yes, very much like podcasting. Yes, very good, Bernard. But it turns out she was trapped in a bowl <laughs> by the Bishop of Norwich. I mean, I'm guessing it was the Bishop of Norwich. I Probably was. And she's now seeking anyone related to him so that she can dictate her second book at him. Oh, no. So I think Stephen is related. Do, so Stephen is the d descendant of the Bishop of Norwich, circa 1438? Well, I wouldn't be surprised. They used to put it about quite a bit in those days. Yes. And probably now as well, oh, let's Lord. be honest. So she'll be whispering in Stephen's ear night and day, you know. But he's not a sensitive, that's the thing. So it's just going to feel like, like fingernails at the edges of his consciousness. Oh, no, a classic haunting. Yeah, so it's just going to drive him a bit mad and it's going to irritate her because she'll be trying to get him to write it down. A bit like in... Um, uh, Magenta and the Arcati Killer, uh, the Thursday podcast, Gaynor Tribble. Gaynor, yes, of yes, course. Yes, she is also dictating her book. Well, uh, anyway, so we need to get Marjorie back so I can take dictation and then she can bugger off to the other side. Yes, because I, I'm, I'm not too worried about Stephen getting haunted. I mean, that's rather funny. But I, I don't. I don't want to sort of. You well, know... not not if he's losing it, Bernard. Well, it's not I, fun for I anyone, suppose... is it? I mean, Stephen's awful. Let's face it. But I suppose he doesn't deserve to be haunted for the rest of his life. No, not really. And I certainly don't. I, I wouldn't wish Stephen on anyone. So the 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 exactly the... poor Marjorie. Yes, he feel... released her from the bowl, and it... we don't know how, but we think fluids were involved. Yes, and so now she's attached to him. I, I'd it's like, like to... the odd couple. Yes. I'd like to fix the, the situation for her sake more than his, I must say. Yes, all right. So we need to get Marjorie back. I'm not going to exorcise her because that's not very oh, nice. No, you can't no, do no, that. that's horrible. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how we're going to do it, but um, our stupid, ineffective government have said that we can combine households on, uh, at Christmas, can't we? Right. So maybe we can arrange to combine a household with Stephen. Oh, no. And we can get Mar... I know, we're going to have to spend... We're going to have to spend Christmas with Stephen. We'll do it socially distanced, don't worry. Oh. We'll keep the other end of the room. Yeah, maybe not. far enough away from him that he can't hear us and we can't hear him Not and then we'll enough. get Marjorie back I'll, I'll do some you know what's it all right well I, I suppose that is following the rules isn't it and and we are, are doing them both a favor so it would be a good gesture of Christmas goodwill yes that's right uh, what's the date of the next Christmas um special Bernard uh it, it would be uh, the the 20th right so that's the so uh tune in on the 20th to hear Oh no, we wouldn't have had him round by then, would we? No, we'll, we'll have to do. We'll have to update. We'll have to let them know how our preparations are going on the on the twenty. Oh yes, I can tell you what goes into this sort of thing if you're interested. Yes, yeah. bit of bit of mystical know-how. Yes, has this been Christmassy enough? I, I think it's rather Christmassy. We learned about Odin. We pulled some crackers. We, we pulled another one. 
I sung some croony songs. Oh, let's just pull one more yes, cracker. Yes, let's finish with a cracker. All right. All so, right, maybe this will tell us how the whole Stephen thing is going to go. I, I wonder if Magenta will win this one. Oh, I bloody better do. Oh, for God's sake. Bernard wins again. Oh. I've got the neck. <laughs> All right, let's see. It's pure luck. So I'm going now, Bernard, three hats. I mean, you're a very lucky man. I am a... I am a I, don't I know it, dear? Yes. I am a very lucky man. Very lucky. So I'm Bernard, three hats. Now I'm putting on my, my final hat and uh, a small... Uh, paperclip, plastic paperclip in the shape of a heart. Oh, because that's where you're lucky, Bernard. Yes. In matters in of a, the heart. Affairs of the heart. Mm. So I put on my hat. That'll choke a dolphin one day. <laughs> I do worry about all the plastic. Anyway. I know, and Christmas is more plastic than any other time of year. So there's there's two things here. There's a riddle and a joke. Oh, go on. Why is this one got a riddle as Th- well? This is, I believe, a different brand of cracker. Oh, yes, it was it slightly was. larger. Yes. Right. So this one has... What food am I? Oh, no, it's not a riddle. It's one of these, like, guessing things. Go on. <sighs> All right. Yeah, it's only a yes or no. No, it's just a game. It's not a riddle. It's a game. It's basically I think of what a food. You can't say what food I, am I and then not follow through. So the, the game... Beetroot. What, Carrot. The, Cabbage. A, what food am I? Kale. I, I'm thinking of a food. Broccoli. No, you're... Goji berries. I, Shepherd's pie. I can only answer yes or no. I haven't yet answered yes or no to any of those. Although, coincidentally, those were all no. Those were not the food I was thinking of. That is a coincidence. Yes. So what? You literally think of a food and then I have to guess what it is? It's a very, very unsophisticated game. I, I, I think if Newton played this... So it actually this, requires psychics to play this? It does appear to be. It's a sort of... Uh, yes, it's, it's... it's. Well, if I can't get it, no one can, because I'm very psychic. Yes, so you, so far you have not correctly uh, in, interpreted or Well, you know the trouble, the though, Bernard. I'm, thinking of. I'm, not, I'm not just a psychic, but I can see into the future. So I'm seeing into the future what you're going to think of, food-wise, right. yes. at a different occasion. Oh, I see. On, on another occasion in which we play this game. Yes, exactly. So you've guessed those. Yes. Well, that's that's in, incredible. I know. All, all right. All those vegetables. Tell us the joke. All those vegetables I'm going to think of. All right. And so pie. the joke is, what do you get when an alligator wears a vest? Right. Okay. Let's let's logicalize our I mean, way through this, this one. Is as as the <sighs> Americans would say, weak sauce. Right. I bet they've done that thing as well where they come. Uh, they, then the answer is actually something to do with crocodiles. And you're like, they're, they're different. Uh, they have not done that, no, but it does okay. seem like they're sort of MO'd. Okay, it? so an alligator wearing a vest. What do we know about vests? Are we talking about sort of like wife beater vests, I suppose? I suppose so. It's not they actually relevant to the joke. Uh, but uh, What the... type of vest? Or are we talking the knitted type of vest? You could go with that, yes. Right. Oh, all right, so... It's so left field as to be quite. I mean, it's is it a of, pun? It's. I suppose you would generously describe it as a pun. <sighs> and what do you get when an alligator wears a vest? Oh, oh! If it's left field, is it something like an itchy alligator? Because knitted no, vests be are rather I, itchy. I feel I should reveal the answer to this joke. A nerd, <laughs> a nerd alligator. <laughs> A loser. An alligator that nobody likes. <laughs> no, the answer is... Well, that, it all depends on the vest. They, they have to specify what kind of vest. Is it a, is it a nice vest? Or is, is it something that's designed to go under a shirt like grandparents? Oh, yes, a, a, a sort of a Don Draper. Yes. Uh, no, the answer is an investigator. 
Investigator. Oh, I see. An invest. Well, it should a be gator. a gator in a vest. A gator in a vest. An in- Not an investigator. Yes, what do you get? An alligator in- wears a vest and invest. In a vest, a gator. That's barely a sentence. It's like a Yoda. Have a stroke? It's a sort of Yoda-fied version of what it would actually be, isn't yes, it? Yes, it should. The joke should be, what does Yoda call? What does Yoda call an alligator wearing a vest? If Yoda's had too much to drink in- on Christmas Day. Investigator. No one would respect Yoda if he did I that. don't think so. That's not the, the wisdom of a Jedi Master. Well, I'm glad we didn't get that to answer people's problems. No. All right. You know, I I don't like my sign-off. It's it's strange and aggressive. <laughs> what? You will listen to you me next time? You will listen to me next time. What it, do people say? I can't see people, so I can't say, see you next time. They, they say... can't wait to uh, chat with you again. I'm not chatting say, with yes, anyone apart from you, am I? Smell you later. Smell you I mean, these all senses that are inappropriate, aren't they? They are, rather. So maybe I'll... And beseeching someone to listen next time is pathetic. Please listen to us again. I'm not going to do that. Maybe we should ask the listeners what they think our sign-off should be. No, no, we can come up with something. We will broadcast to you next time. Yes. If you choose to listen, you You, will enjoy... And you will... Well, you will hear us. I, I wager you will enjoy the next episode. Good. Snappy. I wager you will enjoy the next episode. Ta-ta! How about that? That'll do. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you emotionally exhausted? Do you have strong feelings about authoritarian power structures? Have you ever stared up at the night sky and felt tiny and alone? If so, ask your doctor about Wolf 359, the award-winning sci-fi audio fiction podcast by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Side effects may include strange genetic experiments, unreliable AI systems, the potential discovery of alien life, and toothpaste. Find Wolf 359 wherever you listen to podcasts and visit wolf359.fm to learn more.